Hey Indoor Cycle Instructor Pro members, I'm very excited to present to you our latest audio profile. Hi, this is Jim Karanis, ICG Master Trainer. It's great to be back. The name of my profile this time is Criterium. And a Criterium or a Crit is a bike race held on a short course. It's usually less than five kilometers. It's often run on closed off city streets or in some remote area that has a lot of uh, uh, roads that are not populated by a lot of cars. Uh, the race length for a Criterium is often determined by the number of laps or the total time. Typically about 20 laps to a crit in many cases. The race directors usually limit the race to about an hour or so. Race day rides have been a part of indoor cycling since it began. And I've tried many different race day profiles, but I've always found the criterion the easiest and the most fun to simulate in an indoor environment. And also, I found it the easiest for instructors that have no race experience to also offer in an indoor environment, which is what this audio profile is about. So if you've never raced a crit, you don't need to have raced a crit in order to cue this workout. It's the easiest one to learn how to do, and I think that through this profile, you'll get some ideas that will work. Uh, the other really interesting thing and fun thing is that your workout can actually approach the duration of an actual criterium. So like I said, crits are typically 20 laps, somewhere between 50 minutes and 55 minutes. So in an hour's class, what you can do is you can actually, with proper warm-up, offer a, a race day some, you know, simulation for a criterium that's as much as 40 minutes long. Um, I've got on the PDF that I sent to ICI Pro a blog spot that you can go to, a, a website, and you can always Google criterium and you'll find lots of YouTube videos that you can watch of crits to get a better idea about what they actually seem like and look like. There's many cyclists that wear head cams that race the crits. So you get a good you know, eye perspective, cycling eye perspective of what happens during the race. So the recommendation for the class simulation is 15 minutes of warm-up, 40 minutes of race simulation, and then a five-minute cool-down. Now, the objective of this profile is to, allow, is to allow your riders to experience a race-level effort, which is what's required in a criterium. Simulating a criterium can be very diverse and exciting. And if it's cued well, the students are going to be encouraged to maintain a very high-intensity effort for almost the entire duration of, this, of the simulation. Crits are ridden at threshold levels of effort with many surges that take the heart rate near maximum efforts. That's why the race can really only go for about an hour or so. Uh, it's quite different from a road race, which tends to go a lot longer. Also, people think that crits have to typically be flat, and they're not. I've raced in many crits that have short climbs or small bumps, which help to really add some excitement to the race. It breaks the peloton apart. It's also a really fun thing to cue in a race day simulation in your class. So although there might not be any climbs, you can put a small hill in the, uh, in the simulation, which is also going to really add to some diversity. Plus, the other things that you really put into crits that, or crit simulation that uh, help make the profile exciting are things called preem laps. Preem laps are race laps for prizes. Uh, many attacks, sprints, things of that nature, all tools that you can add to elevate the intensity to a near maximum effort. Okay, so keep in mind that this can be a very strenuous profile, but also because you're doing it on time, it's very easily modified to be an endurance workout for those that don't want to work hard in that day. And I'm going to talk about the warm-up now. So every crit I've ever ridden has started at maximum intensity. 
Okay, so race leaders will always attempt to create separation in the first few laps. And you can use this in your simulation. But to do that and to start a crit in that way, you must have a very, very progressive warm-up, 15 to 20 minutes. This is necessary to prepare people to start at a very high level of effort. Okay, so you want to increase the body temperature, shunt blood to prepare for the muscles for peak efforts. But since the race is go- your race simulation is going to start hard, you've got to give people an ample warm-up. Also, a crit is not raised at a continuous level of effort. Even though the recovery ever really drops below threshold, there is a surge of recovery managed to the race that makes it easier for the students to participate all the way through. But those race efforts, those surge efforts, if you're simulating it correctly, should take your participants to a near max heart rate. I find it best to define the loops terrain to the class before we actually do the simulation. And I, all, and I actually vary the time it takes to complete a loop based on how hard I'm asking the students to race at any particular time. So I have surge laps, which are laps that are raced at near maximum intensity. And then I have typical race laps that are raced at near threshold. A standard loop performed at a threshold effort, which is the lowest intensity that's going to be endured for the 40 minutes, is going to take four minutes long. The race chorus is square with one minute dedicated to each leg. The second leg has a small hill in the back half, and the third leg has a descent in the front half. So the loop works out to be, the first leg is one minute long, 60 seconds flat race. The second leg, 30 seconds of flat, and then a 30 second climb. The third leg is a 30 second descent, and then 30 seconds of flat. And then the fourth and final leg is 60 seconds of flat road. However, when the Peloton is racing at a greater than threshold effort, I make the loop only take three minutes to complete. Okay, so that means that each leg is now 45 seconds long as opposed to a minute. When you cue the loop going at this speed, you're actually simulating the opening few laps, prem laps, and the final one or two laps of the race. It also encourages the students to work harder because the lap takes less time. So the profile I suggest for the crit, for this crit simulation is 12 laps. Okay, for laps one through three, those are maximum intensity, and you're going to race those at three minutes per lap. Laps four and five is when the peloton settles down a bit, and we race those at four minutes per lap. Lap six, you do that as a preem lap. That's three minutes. Laps seven and eight, again, the peloton settles down. Those will be four-minute laps. Lap nine is another preem lap that's three minutes long. Lap 10 is when the peloton settles down for the finish. That's going to be a four-minute lap. And then uh, the last two laps, 11 and 12, are race to the finish laps. We make those three-minute laps. The total time, if you break it down in that way, is 41 minutes. It's also important to point out that the recovery offered in this profile is limited. And you should stay close to a threshold level of effort, which means that it never feels easy, but you can keep riding. So if a person has a power monitor or a heart rate monitor of any type, you can actually give them a heart rate that they can recover to or a power mat or a power measurement that they can drop their power output to. But it should always be sustained at a pretty high level of effort because that's what a crit really feels like unless they're modifying. Letting riders know the amount of recovery they will have will enable them to prepare for the near-max efforts. So provide recovery in terms of race legs or laps, which means I'm going to let you recover for this leg. 
I'm actually going to let you recover for this lap. That, that way, the students can really prepare for the near-max efforts that you're asking them to put out in those real surge laps. Okay, so let's get into the profile. First, your warm-up is seven minutes long, okay? And this is where you're just going to roll. So its intensity is like three to four in an RPE scale of 10. The cadence is like 90 to 110 RPMs. And you're basically just going to center the rider and provide an overview of the ride's objective. So you might use cues like roll your legs with little or no resistance on the bike. Today, we're going to race a criterion. This is a race day class that will target an effort of 85 to 100% of your perceived effort. This is a high-intensity workout, so it's important that you monitor your body throughout the class. There will be no satisfactory recovery until the race is over. After warm-up, we will race for 41 minutes. A criterium is a form of a circuit race. We will do laps where the train will repeat, so you always know what's coming. Depending on how hard I cue you to ride, a lap will take either three or four minutes. You need to hang in there for 12 laps to complete the race. That's all done during the warm-up when they're just rolling their legs. So then your next song is your intensity ramp. And I would make that eight minutes long. And you want to hit RPEs of like six to seven. Get people to within striking distance of their threshold because you're going to start them very hard. And again, the cadence for this song or these two songs, whatever, typically 80 to 100 RPMs. Now, I think that once I think that doing your intensity ramp, actually simulating the crit is a great way to, to warm them up. Because what all riders do when they race criteriums is they will do multiple laps prior, prior to the race. So if you get there prior to your race, or even if it's between races, they always give all the riders a couple of warm-up laps so they can get around, get warmed up, but at the same time they can actually learn what the terrain is like. So you want to prepare for the race by actually riding the course. So you might say something like this. We're going to do two warm-up laps of the race prior to racing. That way you know what the terrain is like. Each of these laps is going to take four minutes, and I want you to bring up your intensity for each lap. So we're going to ramp our efforts up to get you ready so that when you actually start the race, you're going to be able to really race at max effort. Okay? I'm going to ask you to raise your intensity to an RPE of no less than eight by the end of this eight minutes. The course is square. The first leg is flat. Stay in a saddle. Pedal at 80 to 90 RPMs and increase your effort to an RPE of six. The first leg is only going to take one minute. As we take our first corner into the second lap, I want you to stand and jog at 80 to 90 RPMs for 10 pedal strokes. Then go back to the saddle. Do that now. Separation often occurs out of the corners, so we're going to be performing several jumps like this throughout the race. Now, the race has a short hill that will take 20 to 30 seconds to climb. Here it is. Increase the resistance. Drop your cadence to 70 to 80 RPMs. Stand up and drive to the top of this short hill. Now, the next corner is soft and leads into a short descent to start the third leg. So we're cresting the top of the hill now, release the resistance, and spin down this hill for 30 seconds, 90 to 100 RPMs. As we hit the flat, increase the resistance and drop the cadence back to 80 to 90 RPMs for 30 seconds. Do that now. As we take the third and final corner, let's jump again for 10 pedal strokes. The fourth leg is now flat for one minute. So that's, you take them through a warm-up lap, something like that. Then you're going to actually, that should, that, that should have taken about four minutes. Now you're actually going to repeat a second warm-up lap, having them raise a level of effort to about an RPE of seven. Now, once they've completed those two warm-up laps, they're now ready to race. And you don't stop them. 
you take them right into the race and you prepare them to let them know that after this warm-up lap, we're not going to start and line up like you would normally at a crit. You know, I'm going to take you directly into the simulation. So let's get ready. So after they finish that second warm-up lap and you're finishing off that song and the first race song begins, you now take them into the first three laps of the simulation and the simulation actually begins. Now, the first three laps are all done at surge intensity, which means that they're going to be three minutes long. The length is going to be nine minutes. The RPE is going to be eight to ten. Okay, and the cadence, again, about 80 to 100 RPMs. The idea behind the first three laps is you have to ride like hell and simply don't get dropped. If you get dropped in the first three laps of a crit, okay, your separation, you're not going to be able to make up that separation. You might as well just decide to race by yourself or go home. Once you finish those first two laps of warm-up, you say, here we go. The first few laps of every crit are about survival. I need you to bring your effort up the threshold or above. Give me an RPE of eight or nine. The peloton is moving at breakneck speed, and we don't want to get dropped. Because of how fast we're going, we will get through these laps faster than the warm-up laps. Each lap here will take only three minutes. Hang on for nine minutes, and you'll be able to stay with the leaders for the rest of the race. Now, you then cue the laps similarly to the warm-up laps with regard to terrain, but manage the timing so that they're hitting each corner after 45 seconds as opposed to one minute. You've got to make these laps go a lot faster. Encourage the added effort, but also a sense of pace. You want them to maintain this intensity for nine minutes. Don't add any additional sprints or attacks in the first three laps. Okay, so no one really sprints or attacks in the first three laps. It's more of a time trial. Just make it about hanging on. Now, I also, if you look at my profile, my music profile later on, I don't use a lot of beat matching criteriums. I mean, I gave you songs that all kind of come in around that 80 to 100 RPM if you were to beat match. But because of all the differences in speeds with, with attacks and surges and jumps, you really are better off um, you know, just queuing the race in terms of approximate cadence and have everybody ride freestyle. Okay, so that's the first three laps. Time trial, ride like hell, don't get dropped. Now you're going to go into laps four and five. Laps four and five are settle down. Are you going to settle down? You want to have these two laps now take eight minutes. You're going to drop the RPE back to about threshold level, so like an eight or nine. And again, you're going to ride at about 80 to 100 RPMs. Now, you want to settle down and you want to watch for attacks. That's the most important thing about these two laps. And you say something like, awesome job hanging with the leaders. Reduce the resistance and spin for the first leg in this lap, but don't recover too much. Maintain an RPE of at least eight. If you have a heart rate monitor or a power meter, select a target that you are not going to go below. The pace is going to pick up shortly. So stay in the saddle for the first corner, but watch for attacks. The leaders will likely throw in some surges to shake off more riders. Each lap here is going to take four minutes. So you get everybody primed for catching a little bit of recovery because the peloton usually does settle down at this time. But you're going to start to throw in some attacks, which make these criteria a lot of fun to cue. So at a minute and 30 of the fourth lap, have everyone sprint up the hill. Okay, so here we go. You lose them now. You might as well go home. Okay, that's a good cue to put in because what's happening is at the base of the hill, the leaders are putting in an attack. And now they're surging up this hill. Everybody kind of got settled into a little bit of an easier pace. And the leaders are now going to surge up that hill and are going to try to shake off more riders. Finish laps four and five, encouraging a, a continued effort at RP of about eight. But pepper in attacks, jumps, and sprints. Okay, Now you come to lap six. This is halfway through the race. And lap six is perfect for a prime lap, which means that you're going to make it three minutes long, you're going to have them race back towards their max effort of 9 to or 10 RPE, 
and the cadence will be about 80 to 100 RPMs. This is a premium lap. The winner gets a bottle of olive oil and 20 bucks, which is typically what a prize is for something like a premium lap at a grid. Also, premium laps are always signaled by a cowbell, a kettlebell. If you have a bell, bring it and ring it at the start of a premium lap. It makes it, it adds for a lot of fun in the race. Okay, so a bell is usually rung to announce the riders that whoever wins the next lap wins the preem. Okay, and you bring the intensity back up and you can see who's going to win. So basically what everybody does is you cue this lap just like the first three. It is max effort, pedal to the metal, and, but you only have to do one lap. So you tell everybody to race as hard as they could for one lap and you have everybody just try to hang on and it's three minutes. Cue the lap similarly to laps one through three, but add a sprint in the last 30 seconds of the fourth leg to simulate everybody going for that bottle of olive oil and the 20 bucks. So now you're going to laps seven and eight. Okay, the length for these laps is going to be a total of eight minutes or four minutes per lap. People are going to drop their RP back down to an eight or nine. Cadence is going to be about 80 to 100 RPMs. So again, what these laps are, are people settling down and watching for attacks. So what happens after the preem is that you had everybody sprint that last 30 seconds. Okay, that's a pretty hard effort. But now you've got to say something, look, look, there's no spinning here. The leaders don't go for the preem. You have to maintain an RP of at least eight. If you have a heart rate monitor or a power meter, select a target that you will not go below. The pace is just dropping, but only slightly. These are four-minute laps. So unlike what happened after the first three laps where we actually had some recovery, there's no recovery here because the leaders didn't go for the preem. You want to maintain the, a high, a high RPE and really just go right into these laps. So here we go. The leaders are attacking out of the first corner. Okay, so now you got to jump and run for 10 pedal strokes. Hit the saddle, take the effort up to about a nine. They're going to blast up the hill in an effort to split the peloton. So you stand on the hill with added resistance and run as hard as you can for 30 seconds. Sit as we summit and drop the resistance, but it looks at where you're going to work the downhill as well. Pedal hard at 100 RPMs with as much resistance as you can. This is typical of what a ride leader would do in a lap following a preem lap. When everybody's kind of done that surge and really tried to race for that 20 bucks, they're going to actually throw in some attacks because people are tired from that, that sprint in the last 30 seconds. Okay, so at two minutes and 30 seconds of the seventh lap, have everyone finally recovered for 30 seconds. Okay, so at the bottom of the hill, you say, okay, we lost some bodies on that one. Great job hanging on. The peloton really got split apart. Catch your breath, you're still up in front. You always want to give the simulation that you're riding in front of the peloton that you didn't get dropped. But you want to let know the riders are getting dropped behind you. Okay, so finish lap seven and eight, pretty much encouraging a continued effort of an RP of about eight, and pepper in attacks, jumps, and sprints. So now you get to lap nine. Lap nine is a preem lap. Okay, the winner gets a bottle of wine and an inner tube. If you have a bell, ring it. Okay, and then you coach lap nine pretty much the way you coach lap six. You can say some different things, but it's a preem lap, race hard for three minutes, and the cues are very similar. Now, lap 10 is the catch-your-breath lap. Okay, this happens in every, in every crit I've ever been in. Shortly before the end of the race, you don't really know what lap it's going to be, but everybody settles down. You can actually give everybody a chance to kind of catch your breath here. Okay, so you can say things like, you're all doing great. The leaders are not going to do anything on this lap. So you ride in an RP of eight, take a breather. Let everybody know that this is your final reprieve, and let's get ready to finish. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm frequently surprised at how easy these laps are in an actual crit. But this is just everybody settling in, 
trying to position themselves in the peloton appropriately so that when they race those final two laps, they're in good position and they can actually have a chance of winning the crit. So you cue lap 10 without any attacks or sprints. Okay? At this time, everybody's just settled down and waiting for, for the final two laps. Now you get to a lap 11 and 12, and again, this is ride like hell, don't get dropped, and you sprint to the finish. We finish as we started. I need you to bring your effort up to threshold or above. Give me an RPE of nine. The race is going to be over in six minutes. You cue these laps similarly to laps one through three, but add jumps and sprints and frequent attacks. Encourage the effort, added effort, but remember that they have to last for six minutes. We want them to maintain this intensity and finish with a 30-second sprint on the, four, on the fourth leg of the last lap. Then you cool down and you recover completely. And you give them some facts maybe about crits in general, like pro racers will ride crits at 30 to 35 miles per hour. Success requires a mix of good technical skills, and particularly the ability to corner smoothly while holding your line. In amateur racing, it's more about survival as lack of skill leads to frequent crashes and pileups. I hope you've enjoyed this simulation of a criterium. If you try it once and keep it simple, you're going to find yourself really enjoying teaching a circuit race. The repetition of the circuit is what makes it really easy to cue. The class knows what's coming because you've cued the circuit, they've ridden it several times, but by actually varying what they're doing in terms of a surge lap or attacks or sprints or preem laps, it makes the 12 laps go very, very quickly. And again, I would use largely freestyle, very little beat match, and just pick your songs in terms of excitement and nuance. You want to have the music be rather um, aggressive. There's not going to be any real peaceful, mindful music in a, in a simulation like this. Maybe at the beginning, and then again, maybe during the cool down, all of your laps you know, should be pretty exciting music. On the preem laps and on the surge laps, you might want to pick more of a time trial piece of music and actually maybe have them beat match for that lap. But in many cases, I think freestyle works the best. Anyway, have fun. I hope you enjoyed this profile. I've used this profile many times and it always really results in a really fun and exciting class. This audio profile has been a production of Deep Breath In LLC and is intended for Indoor Cycle Instructor Pro members only. I truly hope you've enjoyed this profile and remember that you can download the printed version from the post for this audio profile. Now, if you have any comments or suggestions for this or a future audio profile, please email me, john at indoorcycleinstructor.com. Now, with a firm foundation in place, get out there and teach a great class.